0: Previously on ImpTab Avatar We followed our Knowledge Seekers, Amar, Jetsun, and Zaya as they left Tong's library and headed into the Siwang Desert to the Misty Palms Oasis. There, they met with Tokushi, the mailman, and his brother, Bari, and discovered that Tokushi had run into some unfortunate situations with some buzzard wasps from the Siwang Rock. They had smelled some sweet bean paste that he was going to be delivering to the Misty Palms Oasis, and therefore they were going to need to go back and try and recover it if they wanted to get those books for Wanchi Tong. So, they headed to the Siwong Rock with their Sandbender friends and discovered that the Buzzard Wasps had carried it way up into the top of the rock in one of their tunnels. They entered in after the Wasps and engaged in their first combat of the campaign. Managing to use the flammability of the Buzzard Wasp honey, they were able to distract the Wasps long enough for Tokushi and Bari to get the Sand Sailor out of Siwong Rock and managed to, fortunately enough, collect all of the books before they were engulfed by the flames. Of the buzzard wasp honey. What are they going to do now that they have their possessions back in tow? Let's find out here in the world of Imptab Avatar. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Imptab Avatar, the Avatar Legends actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host in GM, and today I'm joined by...
1: Caleb Anderton, chicken catcher extraordinaire. McKenna
2: Steele, just thinking about Liam O'Brien.
1: And Christian Randall, also
3: thinking about Liam O'Brien in the exact same way. <laughs> He's a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm.
2: And his Shakespeare is just... Chef's kiss. Let me try chef's kiss again.
0: Hmm. I'm sure that'll translate so well.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into the story itself, we have just a little bit of housekeeping to do as far as our characters go. When we left off, both Jetsun and Amar had advanced and we were going to give them some time to figure out what advancements they wanted to choose. So... Let's go around and figure out what we chose. Amar, what did you choose for your advancement?
1: So right now, the thing I can benefit the most from is just a plus one to one of my stats. At the moment, I have a plus two in focus and a flat zero for everything else. Amar is a pretty passionate guy, um, and I feel like he's gaining some more passion about these people and this mission and his redemption. So I'm adding a plus one to passion.
0: Indeed. And I realized that we forgot to mention this last episode. Uh, Amar is the razor now. Not the rogue anymore.
1: (laughs) Yes. So this is a very cool playbook change. The razor is what you use when it just fits Amar so well. He has been used by his former master and, you know, done some bad things, betrayed some people, stuff like that. And this is, you know, your balance is between control and connection and trying to connect with people more and maybe make up for some of your past misdeeds. And so I'm, I'm very excited for this going forward. I think it's a really good fit.
0: Yeah. And while the rogue, its core feature, Bad Habits, is all about, you know, the balance of giving into versus trying to overcome some of your more negative tendencies, the Razor's feature, Making Amends, is all about trying to prove that you're a different person now, which I think fits very well with the story that we've established for Amar mm-hmm. and his relationship with the others in the Knowledge Seekers here. Yeah. I'm very excited. And since it's so early on, we're not going to worry about doing like a formal transition from one playbook to another. We're just kind of scrapping that and starting from the ground up with the new playbook. Mm -hmm. Maybe later down the line, we'll see somebody change a playbook and we'll get into more of the nitty gritty of the mechanics of how that works in the late game. But we will see. Then going over to Jetsoon, what did you choose for your advancement?
3: I decided the option of take a new move from your playbook. I chose fighting like dancing. Uh, It says when you advance and attack, against a group of foes or a foe who has previously defeated you, you roll with harmony instead of passion. I figured since my passion is a negative one and my harmony is a positive three, that might be a useful trick to have up my sleeves, especially... since I know we've already been defeated by the Dai Li and uh, they're also a large group. So this is probably gonna come in handy.
0: Nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's called thinking ahead. Good job, Christian. Smart big boy (laughs) choices, so proud.
3: I do love the nitty gritty of mechanics. That is my
0: bread and butter. With just the pillar as well, Avatar Legends is a pretty simple system compared to something like D&D or Pathfinder or GURPS. But if you pick the right playbook, there's a lot of good crunch in there that you can sink your teeth into.
2: Ned, do we start off with all like fatigues and conditions cleared?
0: So here is how clearing your fatigue and conditions works. Uh, It works in two separate ways. Clearing fatigue you can do that just by taking an opportunity to rest. There is always the option of using the guide and comfort move to help a companion recover some of that lost fatigue. You can get some rest to recover fatigue. Depending on what your resting situation is like, that determines how much fatigue you recover. So if you're just roughing it like sleeping on the rocks You only clear two fatigue. If you have a night's rest in a bit more covered place, like a stable or barn, that's three fatigue. If you're in a comfortable space, like an actual house with a mat and a blanket, that's four fatigue. And an entire week's rest clears everything, even if you're in the wilderness. Oh,
2: wow. What about conditions?
0: Each condition has its own... Well, it has its own condition. Each condition has its own condition for how you get rid of it. Oh, cool. So if you are afraid, for example, you have to run from danger or difficulty to clear that condition. If you are guilty, you have to make a personal sacrifice to absolve your guilt. Those are the kind of codified options. But again, we always have the option to guide and comfort a companion, which can help them to remove some of those conditions. Wow.
2: That's very story driven, and I like that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how's everybody looking as far as conditions and fatigue goes, by the way. I'm a little tired. In my old age, I've noticed
2: I get tired quicker. I am more tired and off-center.
0: As far as resting affects your returning to center, as the book says, whenever time passes or you have a chance to rest and reflect, you can reset your balance to center. So based on the fact that you guys are feeling pretty fatigued, some of you have conditions, some of you are off-center, this is a moment where you guys get to decide, do we just keep going or do we take some time to rest? Maybe we go back to Misty Palms Oasis and get another night's sleep to try and recenter ourselves or maybe we just want to go to bossing say the choice is up to you guys
4: well if my young companions aren't opposed to the idea i feel like we have assisted the two brothers as best we can, and we can send them on their way. Uh, you've got the books, you've got the beans, and we've got our beetle. If we head towards Ba Sing Se now, I think we could make some good time. We may need to spend one
1: night under the cold desert air, but nothing we can't handle. I agree. I, I want to see the world. I've never been to Ba Sing Se. <laughs> Not that I remember.
2: All right, well, Takushi, if you could just take the books with you and just let Wan-Shitong know that everything's okay, we helped you out, and that it won't happen again.
0: Yeah, if you need to move on, that works for me. I'll just take this stuff back, make sure to prostrate myself before Wanchi Tong mightily and apologize for all my misdeeds, but I thank you all very much for the help that you've given me.
2: Yeah, and you, and, and if you need to, you can just tell him that we approve of you, and I stick my hand out awkwardly to shake it as like, we'll vouch for you, yeah.
0: He shakes your hand, and as he's doing so, Bari actually steps up next to you and says, Well, now that my brother's recovered his sailor, I... I do and he reaches into his cloak and he pulls out that picture of the jaguar beetle I should probably speak with my friends at Ba University in regards to this new threat I would not be opposed to traveling with you on your journey
4: I would be absolutely thrilled if you would join us uh, I've always believed that a party consisting of all four elements can balance each other very well and with an earthbender by our side perhaps we can stay the course a little more steadily than my own flighty ways you know
5: <laughs> yes uh, I will be happy to help keep you grounded in whatever way you need, my flatty friend.
4: Much appreciated. I hope you don't mind. I can go a little long-winded when I'm uh, giving my lectures, but Amar here needs them.
0: Well, you
5: just really do not stop with the airbending puns, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're phenomenal. Why would I stop? Well, you all have fun on your beetle. I'm going to be on my sand sailor
0: over here. Thank all of you, you enjoy <coughs> talking okay. with your long-winded friend.
1: <laughs> I gazed longingly over at the sand sailor from time to time. I'm hoping that, <laughs> wishing I could be over there. All
0: right,
2: yep, we'll hop on our, our little beetle boy.
1: And if I may, in my grandfatherly way,
3: I would like to guide and comfort my companions after our first uh, encounter as a group.
0: All right, who would you like to guide and comfort first? I would first like to guide and comfort
3: Zaya.
4: Zaya, my dear, that was some phenomenal water bending in there your rings seemed extra sharp and your accuracy was spot on those buzzards never stood a chance against someone as feisty as you if i had half your spirit all oh, the things i could do
2: well let's not try and think about the things you could do cuz you might try them but i appreciate what you are saying and i'll punch you oh in the shoulder in an awkward way and say you fight good too well i fight well well thank you and go (laughs) (laughs) i'm blushing and you can tell that i really appreciate it but i'm very uncomfortable with emotions like that this is a nice fatherly figure, and I'm like, ha ha ha, ha father problems.
0: All right, so Jitsun, <laughs> roll with Harmony to guide and comfort. Well, that is a natural eleven
3: plus three is a fourteen. I'm wow. so
2: glad. Well, and well,
0: confident. well. Yeah. So I will say that will make up for the fact that Zaya is maybe a bit of an angsty teenager in regards <laughs> to your fatherly advances. Uh so Zaya, you now have the opportunity to either embrace Jetsoon's guidance or shut him down. What would you like to do? I will embrace it. So, Zaya, you may clear a condition or two fatigue, and, Jetsun, you may ask one question if you would like to, which Zaya must answer honestly.
3: I will, um, place my hand on her shoulder as she turns to leave and say,
0: Zaya, my dear, why is it that you doubt yourself as a waterbender?
2: Answering honestly doesn't mean spilling my guts, correct?
0: I will leave that up to you. As long as you're not lying, you are answering honestly.
2: You catch her very off guard with this question and she kind you can tell she's kind of hesitating thinking it over um it didn't help me when I needed it most and I haven't really trusted it ever since so I I just I don't see the point in trying to bend when it couldn't do what it needed to when I really wanted it to I, it, it's sorry. Um, and she kind of starts fiddling with her hands and picking at her nails. It's just, it's been a long day. And I think I'm a little tired. And so, I, I mean, I, I probably should relax a little bit, if you don't mind. Of course, I understand.
4: And, and I apologize for intruding, perhaps. just I see such potential in you and I hate to see it squandered.
2: No, it's okay. I know that you mean well and that you mean it out of love. Just some things are hard to talk about. No, that I understand. Thanks. I'll reach over, squeeze your hand, and then awkwardly like let go because that's really uncomfortable. And then I'll turn around and try and get our rhinoceros to to go a little faster. <laughs>
0: and then the final bit of mechanics from that guiding and comforting. Chetsun, if you would like, you may also shift Zaya's balance one if you want to.
3: I would like to shift it back one towards forgiveness, hopefully towards herself for whatever I don't understand.
0: So Zaya, you are back at center now. That's probably for the best.
3: (laughs) And then I would like to try and guide and comfort Amar as well.
0: Yeah, you catch Amar looking longingly off at the sand sailor. (laughs) There's this look in Amar's eye. In fact, Amar, as you watch this marvelous contraption just gliding so effortlessly across the desert, I have a custom move that I've written for your Amnesia. Mm. I can't give away all of the details uh, because there's secret secrets that I have as the GM that I'm not ready to reveal quite yet. But (laughs) I think in this instance, you have successfully met the requirements of the trigger for this custom move. So when you meet this requirement, you may roll with focus to attempt to unearth a memory. Okay. On a hit, you receive a spark of insight connecting your current situation with your past. I tell you what you remember, but on a partial success, on a seven to nine, the process of unearthing the memory is difficult or painful, inflicting two fatigue or one condition. On a miss, the memory fails to surface as the strain overtakes you, inflicting two fatigue or one condition, but failing to unearth that memory. Dang. So this is an option for you. You have this potential chance to recover that memory, but it could hurt you a little bit trying to overcome whatever it is that's caused this amnesia.
2: Ned, that's so cool. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take that chance. All right, go ahead then and roll with focus, which fortunately for the razor is their top stat.
1: Uh, I just also rolled a natural 12 <gasps> plus two for
0: 14.
1: <laughs> Shoot, man. yeah.
3: Actual gas.
0: <laughs> so Amar, as you're watching Bari just effortlessly guiding this sand sailor through the dunes it goes up over the top of one of the dunes and catches some air before landing back down on the other side in this smooth motion and you hear in the back of your memory this rumbling sound and this feeling of exhilaration you remember the feeling of wind going past your face and you catch these glimpses as you close your eyes there's that strange moving light that moves in front of your vision and in a flash you can see from your own vision a set of handlebars in front of you you're bending your fire into the handlebars propelling this metal contraption forward and then that moving light flashes back in front of your vision and in that moment you can feel the weight of that little fragment that little scrap of metal that you brought with you that had the character Fee on it Fee. and jetsun this is the condition in which you find amar
3: i squint my eyes at him a little, seeing him sort of lost in
1: this internal moment.
4: Amar, my boy, is everything all right? Was that fight perhaps more straining on you than I realized?
1: I, I do not think it was the fight. The fight was all right, but I feel like I just had something come back to me. I remember, and I, I'll take out my little scrap of metal that says Fi on it. I think I remember something that was very special to me, even someone, and I think her name was Fifi.
4: Fifi, yes, uh, Interesting, a very traditional Fire Nation name. <laughs>
1: I, I feel like it was short for Fire Fire.
4: Interesting. Yes, the, the etymology of <laughs> Fifi could perhaps be traced back to Fire Fire as a very old name. But this piece of metal you hold,
1: it is important to you, it seems. Yes, I, I I was looking at the sand sailor and I feel like I can remember rushing through the desert like that with the sand whipping through my hair. And, and I remember using my firebending to propel us forward on Fifi. I believe Fifi was the contraption. I, And I'll reach into my pocket and I'll take out the schematics that Wan Shitong gave to me and start flipping through them and showing Jetsun and I say, I think I think that this was Fifi. I think I invented her as sort of a a vehicle, but she became much more than that to me.
4: Fascinating. This is... I've personally never had an interaction with someone who lost their memories and regained them. I've read of such accounts, but... Amar, I think we've had enough lessons for today. Would you like to ride on the Sand Sailor instead?
1: And I'll look over at the Sand Sailor. You know, maybe just for... A little bit, not for too long because, uh, and I'll look back at them and I'll say, because I, I want to ride here with my friends. Of course. Mm. Um, I would like to try to airbend up a little ball that'll
3: pick him up and spin him over to the sand sailor on his butt. And that will be my guidance and comfort.
0: Oh. Yeah, go ahead and roll with Harmony. Another natural
3: 11 for a
0: 14.
2: You loaded these dice. What did you do? we we'll
0: shoot. <laughs> so, Amar, would you like to accept or shut down this guidance and comfort? I
1: will accept this. And like I said, not for too long, because I, I do want to ride with my friends. But sort of as an extension of that memory, I just like to stand at the front of that sand sailor with my eyes closed and maybe with my arms out in front of me as if grabbing onto those handlebars and just feel the wind rushing past me and sort of revel in that new memory that has just resurfaced.
0: And Amar, as you feel that familiar sensation once more, that moving light goes across your vision and it's almost like you're back in that memory for a moment and it rejuvenates you. It fills your heart with this joy having reclaimed something from your past healing you to the point where you may choose to clear two fatigue or one condition if you would like
1: i only have one fatigue to clear at the moment so i will clear that
0: right on as the second part of that jetsun would you like to ask amar a question that he must answer honestly
3: not at this time no i i'm gonna let him have this moment in his memory without me intruding any further.
0: All right, Uh, with your 10 plus though, would you like to shift his balance?
3: I feel like it would be appropriate to shift him towards connection one more as he has begun to see himself as more part of our little group.
0: Mm -hmm. And as the pillar takes on this role of leadership in guiding and comforting his friends, all are returned back to their centers, man. To our listening audience, this is one of the reasons why I love this game so much in something like D&D, if you have these awesome character moments, that's just icing on top of the cake. But this game, if you want to heal, you have to have these character moments. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful and so beautiful and enriching for the group. I'm just kind of geeking out over here <laughs> yeah. about how much I love it. I really liked all that of it. That
1: was fun. That was really special, guys. That was
3: cool.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Then, if I may, uh, another reason I sent him over to the Sand Sailor was so I could take a moment to myself and take a, nap. Take a little rest because <laughs> I pushed <laughs> myself hard in that fight. Yeah.
0: And so... Soon as you relax on the back of the rhinoceros beetle here. It's not the most comfortable ride. It's kind of bumpy, but it is enough for you to clear to fatigue, which surprise, that's all the fatigue you have. So I believe all of us are back at zero fatigue, zero conditions and back at center. Yeah, uh,
2: almost. I have one fatigue.
0: (laughs) oh yeah we'll we'll have a chance later as you guys kind of bed down for the night you can end up clearing that no problem i'm not worried about it one other thing real quick that i would like to bring up in this moment of kind of rest and whatnot amar in your playbook feature making amends you have the option that once per session when you have tried to prove that you are a different better person now through your actions you can roll for that move and potentially get some benefits from that we didn't do this last session during the fight but i think I think after this moment of reflection could be a good moment for you to do that for this session if you would like to
1: yeah let's do that
0: all right so you're not going to roll with any of your stats but you are going to get a plus one to your roll for each of the following questions that you can answer yes to first did you make amends directly to a person you harmed
1: I I, I need help. I don't know if that's a yes or a no. I'm kind of tempted to say no because I guess I didn't harm these guys directly, but I guess maybe maybe I did. Well, I don't know. It's all connected. To geek out a little bit, one of my favorite
3: quotes from one of my favorite books is, I will protect those I hate. Even if the one I hate the most is myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you want to look at it as someone you've harmed in the past, very well could have been yourself. Y'all make me
0: want to cry tonight. Yeah, look at that old, wise, airbender monk knowledge (laughs) coming out.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, I can't argue with that, so I'm going to say yes.
0: All right. So that's plus one. Question number two. Are you at your center? Yes, I am. So that's plus two. And the final question. Did someone honestly thank you for your efforts or forgive you for your mistakes? I believe though Tokushi was only directly addressing Zaya when he thanked you all for your help, that was a group statement. So I believe that would apply to you as well. Okay, then yes. Okay, so go ahead and roll with plus three.
1: Ooh, That's a one and a two Ooh. plus three, mm. so that's
0: only a six. Uh, on a miss, something's off. You don't feel that you've changed quite yet. You can choose someone here to ask what more you can do. They will tell you, and I will shift your balance twice based on what oh. they say.
2: Whoa. Oh, that's a risky roll. Whoa, that's
0: a
1: lot more risky than I
2: thought it was. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, it
0: turns out we got a lot of high risk, high reward rolls for Amar going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so I am back on the beetle now. I see that Jetsoon is sort of meditating back there, so I'll leave him be, and I'll kind of sidle up next to Zaya on the front of the beetle with her driving. And hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> how are the roads?
2: Surprisingly calm. I don't know why it's surprising, but I guess, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, especially at night, we see a little bit more weird happenings going on, but it's pretty quiet for usual.
1: <laughs> that's good, that's good. I, I just... Can I talk to you for a minute? I feel like... I feel like something is off. I feel... I don't know what happened before. I'm getting small pieces back of my memories here and there, but but apparently I came and I tried to or maybe succeeded at stealing some stuff from you guys, some important books and scrolls and whatnot, and I'm here trying to make things right again, but... And that was a big deal. I mean, I feel like we all came together a little bit. We all helped each other, and I helped you, and stuff is getting better. But I I don't know. I I feel like I'm missing something, and I do not know what it is. And I I just wanted to bounce things off of you a little bit. Hmm.
2: Well... I think you've done a great job of trying to prove that you are trustworthy. And I think that's something that you should be really proud of. And I mean, always room for improvement there. But I think the biggest thing that could help you is feeling confident in yourself. I can tell, yes, you are trying because I do believe you genuinely want to try and make amends for what you've done which is great and I can tell you're very honest and true and trying to get there as best you can with your whole brain situation, but I can tell that you don't necessarily trust yourself just because you don't know exactly what it is you did and I can tell that you're a little hesitant on who you are and what you may have done. And I really think you need to just trust that you are good and you are capable of good because I don't really feel you need to convince us I think part of it seems you need to convince yourself a little too. But I don't know, I'm just rambling. But whether that's helpful or I'm just, <laughs> sounded like I had cactus juice again, but.
1: <laughs> Not that, thank you. Yeah. I guess it's um, memories or no memories isn't trusting yourself one of the hardest things anyway because you know yourself better than anyone. You know what you are capable yeah. of. And sometimes you know that you can't be trusted. I'm just saying it's, sometimes it's hard, but thank you. You're
2: welcome. I know it's hard to, like you said, with or without your memories, it's really hard to trust yourself, but maybe putting that trust in yourself is what's going to help you know that you're not going to do it, not going to do something stupid or crazy or irrational Maybe knowing that you've put that trust into yourself that you won't do it will help you to not to. I don't
1: know. I got that. I like that.
2: I think I read it in like a book somewhere. So maybe don't give me the full credit, but...
1: I mean, you've probably read a lot of books. You work in a library. (laughs)
2: Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay to trust yourself. I know I need to hear that too, so... Thank you.
1: I needed to hear that. Um, and I'm sitting
3: backwards on the, uh beetle meditating and i I keep my eyes closed but a little smile creeps across my face as i overhear them talking up front as the sun (laughs) dips below the
0: horizon so you guys are coming to the end of your travel for the day you still have a bit before you reach full moon bay and from there the ferry to Bossing but to wrap up the mechanics of amars making amends you kind of go to your own part of the beetle's back and you're sitting there pensively, I get to shift your balance twice based on what Zaya told you. And so you're thinking about what Zaya said and you're thinking about what you said, that comment about who knows an individual better than themselves, and therefore what greater reason to not trust oneself because you know the bad things you're capable of, thing is you're not entirely sure that you do know yourself better than everybody else you know so little about what's going on in your own heart and in that moment you think to yourself i I need to control myself i need to become more rigid i need to get a grasp on what's going on here shift one towards control but then you look back at these two people who seemingly against all odds have chosen to accept you for whatever reason knowing that you did something bad knowing that you harmed the library but trusting that there is a reason why you need to be here with them and so with that shifting back one toward connection all right and now everybody back at center <laughs> you all disembark your giant rhinoceros beetle barry gets off his sand sailor collects some wood you know he's been in the desert for a while he knows where to find kindling and whatnot builds a little fire for you all and is there anything else that you would like to do before you take a rest for the night and continue on your way to bossing say in the morning
3: i'm just gonna do my normal nightly routine of like perusing a few scrolls that I brought along until the light gets too low for me to be able to read anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to bed. So now, Zaya, you get to clear your final fatigue.
2: Get it out of here.
0: Everybody is fresh as a mountain spring. I
2: smell like one too.
0: Yeah, Zaya's working on new perfumes after the last <laughs> one attracted a bunch of buggy <laughs> fair. But yeah, you all get up the following morning and after a rigorous set of squats, which Bari reluctantly joins in on as well. <laughs> he's gonna look good. You head to Full Moon Bay at the southern end of the East Lake, not worrying about the Serpent's Pass because, you know, in this time, there's no reason to try and limit transportation across the lake. Bari knows the ferryman pretty well because he's often traveling between the Siwang Desert and Bossing to help out with the university. And as you're sailing across the East East lake uh, you do notice there's a bit of an interesting kerfuffle somebody is trying to bring a cart full of potatoes onto the ferry but the person who is operating the admissions is like nah man there could be invasive species in there we can't let anybody get in here and try and you know ruin our ecosystem and this individual is like but the potato industry is on the rise in Bossing say that's what I was told and the person behind the desk is just like ah tell it to the judge or some other <laughs> hardware. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was maybe the only unusual thing that you noticed. But eventually, you find yourselves on the northern end of the East Lake, with the great wall of Bossing rising up in the distance. And not too much longer before you are at the gates. Uh, there is a bit of a line, people trying to get in. You know, they got to go through customs and whatnot. Bossing Sei is not the impenetrable city for nothing, so mm. everybody has to go through a bit of an interview process before they are allowed in. Anything you guys want to do while you're waiting in line, or do you just want to jump to the guards?
4: I tell you what, the red tape is the lifeblood of a society. I just love this bureaucracy. <laughs> and I just get a
3: little giddy about all the paperwork we've had to fill out and all the
1: crossing the T's and dotting the I's we've had to do. McKenna is making the exact face that Zaya and Amar are making <laughs> to each other right
2: now. A look of disgust. <laughs> yeah. As I
3: stare wistfully off into the distance, just... Humming to myself and in also satisfaction. And the
2: exact opposite of who you are supposed.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as Amar and Zaya are both being disgusted by Jetsoon's love of bureaucracy, you finally make it up to the guards, and one of them stops and says, Pause there. What
5: is your business entering ba Sing Say,
0: we are knowledge seekers appointed by
4: the Great Library to gather knowledge. Uh, we are here on a fact-finding mission, and uh, we travel with." With our entomologist friend here.
0: This guard looks over at one of the other guards who is not dressed in as much armor as just a little bit more lightly. And you notice has had his eyes closed the entire time you've been speaking. Turns to this other man and says, you're telling the truth? Jetsun, are you telling the truth? Uh, I don't believe there was any falsehood in there, but what is your intent?
3: My intent is to tell the truth. He may detect a slight increase in my heartbeat though, as I excitedly pull out some paperwork and say, I have all
4: the paperwork here in
3: triplicate.
4: Uh, <laughs> (laughs) signed and stamped by the proper authorities (laughs) as I get
3: a little giddy
0: yeah, the man who has had his eyes closed, sensing the seismic vibration, says, he's clean. And this guard takes the paperwork and starts shuffling through it, sees the claw signature, just this big print of Wanshee Tong's talon on the back, <laughs> uh, gets a little bit surprised and says, ah, yes, of course, uh, from from Wanshee Tong's library, of course, indeed, and gives a little bow. Bari steps up next to you and pulls out his own paperwork, says, yes, I'm here to correspond with my connections at Ba Sing Se University about this book, and he shows him the drawing of the beetle <laughs> and he's, he's so very excited to show the guard this beetle it's like the look of an animal crossing villager showing off their beetle to the camera <gasps> yeah! and the guard is like that is very interesting I am sure and uh, marks you guys both off as approved to go into the city and in you go let's see real quick if any of you notice something let's have everybody rely on your skills and training real quick
1: Nope, that's a five for Amar.
2: I got a nine.
1: I got a
3: natural
0: twelve.
2: You disgust Whoa. me. Look your dice are loaded.
0: We're using the same dice. <laughs> <laughs> Jitsun and Zaya, you guys kind of notice out of the corners of your eyes, like you've been to Bossing Say before. You're familiar with this process. Amar, you, to your knowledge, have never been to Bossing Say before. So you're kind of like very excited at the sight of these Earthbenders opening up the gates to let you walk in. Just the thickness of the walls that you're walking through through, very kind of overtaken by the splendor of the city. Zaya and Jetsun, you notice as you're packing up your paperwork, there is an individual who's dressed a little bit differently than the other guards, notices that print of Wan Tong's talon on the back of your paperwork, and slips away into a door.
2: little Do you think we maybe should not be telling people who we
0: are? Are you
4: suggesting we lie?
2: Jetsun, I'm only suggesting that we lie, but this time maybe a little more than ever. <laughs> or just take note and continue on our
4: way. If I were a decade younger, maybe, but I think it's best if we perhaps get to the upper ward as quickly as possible make some connections in the university before requesting an audience with the earth king see if there's any events or galas happening soon that we may be able to contact him in there are proper channels and if we don't go through them oh it'll just create a whole well you remember that beautiful lifeblood of the government i was talking about it can get rather tangled if it's not used properly so let's use that red tape to our advantage
2: all right and maybe on the way to where we're going to be staying you could tell me all the- the ways in which it could um, disrupt the red tape just for uh, informational purposes.
4: Oh, absolutely, you need to know how it works that you don't accidentally upset the balance of things the way they should be.
2: Yeah, 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 okay, okay.
1: Do you guys see this gate? That is a huge door,
4: (laughs) (laughs) it's huge, look at that thing. Yes, interestingly enough, when they were building it, they used the measurement of a
3: badger mole to decide the width. You'll see if there's three. And I just go off on useless tour guide knowledge about Bossing Say and the walls and the gates.
0: <laughs> you guys continue through to the other side, the gates closing behind you. And when you arrive in the entrance hall of the lower ring of Bossing Say, here, you notice there are a couple individuals who appear to be waiting for you, or rather, waiting for Bari, it seems. Oh. This man comes kind of walking. Waddling forward, very, very round individual, round body, round face, round nose, a large bushy mustache that completely covers his mouth so that when he speaks, you just see the mustache twitching back and forth. (laughs) Those
2: are my favorite. And
0: very round cheeks that are kind of pushing his eyes into a joyous squint, has kind of a pith helmet on top of his head and is dressed in scholarly attire, approaches Bari and says, Ah, Bari, welcome back to Bossing ba say It is good
5: to see you again, my friend. And Bari and this man give a little bow to each other, and Bari turns to you and says, This here is Professor Che, the head of entomology at say University. And Professor Che turns towards all of you and says, Ah, friends of Bari are friends of mine, welcome to Basing say Are you seekers of knowledge as well as my friend? In fact,
4: that is exactly what we are. We are knowledge seekers.
5: Oh ho, ho a very apt name that
0: you have there. And Bari pulls out your drawing of the jaguar beetle and shows it to Professor Che and tells him about the situation that you informed him of and Professor Che looks a little bit disturbed by this information and says
5: ah there is an interesting bit of sort of ecological disturbance happening here at the moment as you know the cabbage industry in Basim Se is blossoming and burgeoning has been for the past several years kind of the the core food industry of bossing Se but of late there has been a bit of an issue the the potato industry has been trying to muscle in on it. And now that these jaguar beetles here, I am worried that perhaps there is some skullduggery and subterfuge happening in the walls of the city. You don't mean an actual biological
1: attack by a competitor? This is groundbreaking, earth shattering. We would not want any skullduggery or tomfoolery going on. That would be bad.
2: <laughs> I want to look at you for uh, sharing a little bit of like a. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> (laughs)
0: And Bari and Professor Che start going back and forth, like, very heatedly. They're so incredibly passionate about the repercussions of this agricultural dispute that's going on. I'm
3: unnecessarily and unhelpfully butting into the conversation every now and then, as I am less learned than (laughs) both of these two in their specialty.
2: (laughs) I will eventually butt in and say, well, perhaps you might need to do a little bit more research on what's going on and you can... I mean, you know how to get in touch with us, so just let us know if you need anything, need any help soon we do have some other pressing matters to take care of.
4: Of course, of course. Forgive me, my learned brothers. If you could point me in the direction of the one who studies culture, society, I,
0: I need to see what kind of events are happening in the city soon. Professor Che turns towards an individual who has also been approaching, who looks exactly like Professor Che,
5: except maybe a little bit younger, <laughs> and says. Ah, very good, this is my brother, Professor <laughs> Quay. He's the head of anthropology at Boston State University. And Professor Quay approaches, and Zaya, having heard you speak, he looks very excited, actually, and he says, Oh ho ho, I've not heard a to speak like you in such a long time. You are dressed as though you are from the southern water tribe, but goodness, your voice is unmistakable. Uh, tell me, what brings you here from the swamp? I'm sorry, what? Oh, oh dear,
0: oh dear. And he puts his hands up over his mustache that is currently over (laughs) his mouth.
2: I love them so
5: much. (laughs) And Professor Quay says, oh, I'm sorry, I may have let something sleep a little bit. I I told the waterbenders in the foggy swamps that I would not divulge their location to anybody else, except I just barely (laughs) divulged their location to you.
2: Waterbenders... So that, that is true.
5: Aha, uh-huh. I cannot confirm or deny the existence of waterbenders in the foggy swamp It's this moment. Well, yes,
2: you can, now, listen here. When, when, <laughs> when, 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 when did you, when did <laughs> you, when did you talk to them?
5: Uh, well, to intimidate an NPC?
2: Aha, uh-huh. that's a natural 11 for a 12. <gasps> we are using the same dice.
0: <laughs> so on a hit, they choose one of the following options, but since you got a 10 plus first, you get to pick one of these options that Professor Quay cannot choose. So either he's going to run to escape or get back up, he's going to back down but keep watch, going to give in with a few stipulations, or attack you but off balance <laughs> and the GM gets the marking condition on him.
2: Uh, He can't run to escape or get back All
0: right, up. Alright, yeah. Um, Definitely not going to attack you. Oh, that been uh, <laughs> I think it makes most sense in this instance that he's going to give in with a few stipulations. He leans in close and kind of ways for you to lean in as well. And he speaks very quietly, but from this closeness, you can still see the bristles of his mustache slightly moving back and forth. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and he says, well, you'll see, when I was younger and more adventurous, I went out searching myself across the various reaches of the Earth Kingdom. In my later years, I am more of a in-house resident of sea University, but when I was getting my master's degree, I would go out on many expeditions. And when I was in the Foggy Swamp, imagine my surprise when I saw, oh ho ho, an entire a civilization of waterbenders secluded from both of the poles living here in the swamp surrounded by all of the water. Goodness me, they had never even seen ice before. Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh my gosh, part of me just thought
2: that they were just rumors. I mean, people bring things to Monty Tongs all the time. How far away from here are they?
5: Oh, the foggy swamp is kind of on the southern end of the Earth
0: Kingdom and points it out to you on a map that he has with him at all times because he's the head of anthropology at <laughs>
5: Bossy University.
2: And about how many, like an entire civilization of, like, how many?
5: Oh goodness, dozens upon dozens in just the groups that I saw there. You say that there have been chance rumors that have been brought back to you at the library, but I tell you, this is more than just a chance encounter. I spoke with them, and they do not have a written history, only an oral tradition, so they didn't have a lot of details about how they got there, what their origins were, but goodness, they had been there for years and years, generations upon generations. (sighs)
2: That's amazing.
5: But I have to give you some stipulations, because that's what the rules say. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. You can use this information only for yourself. You cannot tell it to anybody else, because I made a promise to them, and goodness gracious, you cannot tell them that I told you they were there.
2: Well, you're in luck, because I was literally about to tell Jet soon, but I won't say a word.
5: Okay, I will trust you implicitly.
2: <laughs> it is a wise choice you are it. Like aggressively nod.
0: <laughs> As you've been having this conversation, Jetsoon, you've been kind of off to the side like, Oh, this is the man who's going to tell me about cultural events. Oh, he's Zaya has stolen my conversation. Okay. So you're just kind of waiting off to the side
3: flipping through a calendar, like aggressively circling dates and like thinking like,
0: okay,
4: if it's on a weekend, that would be best. If we could make sure we don't see the Earth King on this holiday,
1: he'll be very busy. Jetsun, do you see that building over there? That thing is huge. Is everything big in busing say
4: We are in the lower ward right now. The, the outer ring, they sometimes call it. Wait until we get to the most inner ward where the true marvels of engineering and design are held the palace itself is a marvel to behold. Wow, well put.
2: At this point, I'll drag <laughs> Professor Quay over to Jetsoon and Amar and say, okay, so what we are actually really needing your help for is we are um, just kind of looking to see if there are any fun events going on, any balls or galas or game nights or something uh, with <laughs> the king involved.
4: What we
5: really need is an audience
4: with the King.
2: Oh, okay, we can be direct about it. We need an audience with King.
5: Oh ho, ho. this could be difficult to arrange. King Jaloon, he does not speak to anybody without first going through the Dai Li. But if you're interested in game nights, come let us walk and talk. There is a giant Pai show tournament coming up. Oh ho ho, Pai show? <laughs>
0: and as you walk and talk, with your new friend professor quay alongside you and bari and professor Che still vigorously discussing the potato cabbage war that is currently going on in the lower ring of bossing say i think that is where we're going to pick up next time <laughs> guys we made it to bossing say yeah. it's a long long way to bossing say <laughs> but the professors in the city they talk very pretty <laughs> ten, <right? laughs> How are you guys feeling? You've made it to Boston State once more. Ah! This game is really fun. That was a fun one.
2: This is so good. This game is fun. I love this. I want to play more. I want to swamp bed. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we've got some new breadcrumbs that have been laid out, and we'll see what comes of that. But for now, thanks everybody for listening to ImpTab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Avatar Legends. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe, maybe even give us a review. We would be as thrilled as a very joyful professor of entomology who has just learned of a strange bug that has showed up in his town if you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Tabletop. so if you'd like to connect with us there, maybe you would like to ask me about the custom moves that I have made for this campaign and discuss their ramifications, don't be afraid to reach out. Let's do a round of plugs. I think it's my turn to cover that this time around. So, everybody, as always, we've got... On this same channel are Fate campaigns that are completely improvised. Currently, we're going through *Miceborn*, <laughs> which is a very exciting mashup of *Redwall* and *Mistborn*. Christians in that one—it's uh lots and lots of fun. Everybody, check that out. We also have our sister podcast, *I Cast Fireball*, which is a D&D 5e actual play going through the campaign *Tyranny of Dragons*. Thomas is doing some really cool stuff. He's taking us off the rails a little bit. <laughs> uh, we started very much involved in the direct story (laughs) of Tyranny of Dragons but he's bringing a lot of cool homebrew stuff. Man Thomas's homebrew is it's great. I'm loving it. Check out that show if you haven't already. And the other thing that I would like to plug this time around is brewing tea in a gaiwan. Uh, Very often you see the teapot method of brewing tea where you have you know a big teapot you know as it says in the name that you brew just one big batch of. A gaiwan is a brewing cup. You brew smaller batches of tea but you brew more of them and it turns the process of brewing tea into kind of a meditation almost. It extends the process. I love sitting down with a book like if I'm planning on doing some reading I'll just be brewing tea alongside it and it's a very relaxing way to drink tea you know as opposed to you know you stick your tea bag into your mug and then five hours later you find you're like oh my tea's cold and <laughs> it's way over steep. that's <laughs> what i do <laughs> it's just so relaxing uh it's a great way to enjoy your tea enjoy whatever relaxing thing you're doing alongside of it so go check that out gaiwan tea brewing lots of fun but aside from that thanks for joining us here in the world of imp avatar Ten Thousand things I'm Ned Wilcock, your host in GM, and I've been joined by...
1: Caleb Anderton playing Amaru Kami.
0: Kenna
2: Steele playing Zaya.
0: And Christian Randall playing Jetsoon. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar.